0: good afternoon everyone welcome to another edition of this week in the bush league hosted by the chief and the champ i'm the chief and philly fans and rooster fans got off to a good start this weekend but just relax just relax yeah. it's a long season. yay
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and i am the champ and uh welcome back major league baseball and what a start by your mean mercedes did you see that
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i saw a little bit last night when i was watching the game um yeah that that was that the best start since like the turn of the century?
1: Yes yeah, yeah. I, I think he did he go eight for eight or eight for nine in his first uh, plate appearances I mean think about that if you do that, no matter what sport you're what level you're playing baseball, you must think, man, this is so darn easy
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah until you hit that one stretcher you, you, you look you're up in the batters box it looks like there's about 40 fielders out there.
1: <laughs> I got nowhere
0: to hit this thing. <laughs> yeah, I think he was he got a hit in his first eight at bats.
1: Yeah. Did 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 you ever what, what was your like did you ever go five for five? I know um when we had Rick on, he talked about going five for five in a state championship game, right? Which yeah. is quite an impressive feat, yeah.
0: I was up to plate and I was I could have went five for five, but I, I popped up. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, that's – and, it, and I, I think as you get through, it's kind of like a no-hitter, right? Where you're th- like, man, I've gotten a hit the last seven times. Like, you st- it's just, maybe you start getting into your head a little bit.
1: But, but yeah, but don't you feel like when, – when you're on a, a hot seat like that, don't you feel like just everything you put into play is, is you know, even if you just um, tap the ball, it's going to fall in some yeah. just You just feel yeah. like it's going to – and the, conversely, when you're going bad, it's like nothing's ever going to work.
0: Yeah, I used to feel like, um, which was often, uh, when I was batting, uh, I, w- I always felt like there's like thirty defenders out in the field, and I think like <laughs> I don't know where to hit the thing. It doesn't matter where I hit it, I'm gonna hit the somebody. Yeah, but yeah, that that that's a cool start for someone. Yeah, that. So that, that was cool.
1: Let Let me ask you something. Are you and the Phillies tied at the hip? I mean, uh, Phillies are three and zero. Um, you've had an impressive start to the season Um, right now in, in second place. Tell me what's going on here. All
0: right, let me start with the Phils. So their bullpen okay. pitched. I, 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 they didn't give up a run this weekend against the Braves, and that's a tough lineup to get through. I mean, that's a yeah. real tough lineup to get through. Um, But when you look at it objectively, right, not emotionally. Um, So I watched the Thursday game, and Nola pitched well. But they hit the ball hard off of him, and it was cold and windy. There was a lot of balls being stopped by the wind. Uh, I think Ozuna hit a ball that probably would have been out. Freeman hit a ball that probably would have been out. Um, so, if that game was in July, I'm not sure they would have won that game. Of course, Harper Harper hit one too that got knocked down by the wind. So, yeah, that that's a little that, that game is a little misleading. Uh, Wheeler pitched lights out, so the Phillies won that game. In Game Two, I don't know if you saw any of that. 10Ks, uh, he just pitched beautifully. Nares came in the ninth, not a save opportunity because they were up by four, and he he struck out three guys in 14 pitches. Um, Sunday game was a little odd. Uh, Eflin pitched lights out, and that lineup is too good to see him three times and not start putting the ball hard in the field. So. Um, and then as, as you saw naris <laughs> had a little trouble in the ninth uh yeah but but he got it done you know what I mean that's who naris is so um and I, the Phillies still need to deal with that center field they, they still need to deal with the center field thing you can't have Hazley Roman Quinn um it, it, they're not going to be able to compete with the with the Padres the Dodgers. The, obviously, the Braves. I don't know if they can compete with the Mets. They got to fix that center field thing, and let's see how Hoskins does over a course of you know a couple more months. Let's let's see what let's see what he does. So, um, don't get too excited. Feel good about the bullpen. Of course, the bullpen was so bad last year, Jamie. I mean, anything could have been better. Like even if they blew the game yesterday and and came out two one on the Braves, the opening series. I mean, it's still pretty good, but. Yeah, let, let, let's give it some time.
1: So their, their bullpen did not give up a run, right? It was at 10, 12 innings this, this past weekend with, without giving up uh, any runs. I mean, you know, we, we, we talked about this off air. It, it, it just feels good to get yeah. off to a good start, whether you're a major league team or whether you're a Bush League owner. It, it's nice to, to be near the top because people see that and remember that. I mean, if you go through a bad stretch, in the middle of the year people don't see that but you know at the beginning of the year like me when you're down near the bottom everybody sees that it's like whoa it's, it stands out pretty bad
0: yeah and that's when you equate it to my team the bush my bush league team it was nice to get off to a good offensive start with I am i don't have a couple guys playing every day um, and then to have the uh, I, I think on on Friday or Saturday, I had 23, 24 strikeouts. So, I mean that that's a big jump, and you're going to need those. You're going to need those days where you overperform, and uh, so you can you can handle the the tough stretches, which will come, right? Everyone has sure. over six sure. months. So. Uh, but I will say that I, I'm not going to get overly excited about my team, but I will tell you that. I've seen Wheeler pitch a couple times in the spring, and then watched him a little bit on Saturday. I think we're looking at a big year from Zach from Wheeler.
1: You had mentioned even before the draft. I think you had said in a previous podcast. You said that you really liked him.
0: Yeah, he he's his ball is moving a lot, and 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 um, yeah, I I think I think we're looking at a big. I think this is the year that Wheeler breaks out.
1: So wait, um the Phillies and the Braves play again next weekend, correct? Yeah, they're on Sunday but, night, um, yeah. But but I guess Nova and Wheeler will not be part uh, of that series, correct? They'll probably play the the, um, the the last two games of this next series.
0: Yeah, they they're yeah, cuz I don't I think they might have one day off this week and I don't know okay. if that's going to be enough to push both of those guys into the rotation for the Braves. So uh, and that's what I'm saying, too. I mean, we got Matt Moore coming up. Um, I I don't even know who their fifth pitcher is. Do you know who it is? I have no idea. Um, um, I'll check. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, and, the, and the Mets haven't played in a while. So, I don't know, maybe we're seeing the Mets at a good time, too, and we could jump out, maybe maybe take two or three from the Mets at home. So, But we got the Grom tonight, so it's going to be tough.
1: Yeah. Um, Chase Anderson is listed as their fifth starter. Chase
0: Anderson. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. There
0: you go. So, um, but, I, and I do show concern with Nola. I know people love Nola, and I think he's a really good pitcher, but I think against good teams, he's twice around the lineup. And it showed a little bit on Thursday, and then the wind knocked a lot of those balls down. Ozuna hit a ball, almost took Alex Bob's glove off. At their <laughs> base.
1: Hey, here's a quick story about Aaron Nola. In the uh, um, NFBC draft that I was in um, a couple weeks ago, um, I think it was the third round. Um, I meant to pick up Jack Flaherty, and I clicked on the wrong player, and I picked up Aaron Noah, and I was very happy that first week.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Flaherty kind of fell apart. That seemed to be the Cardinal thing. Right? Pitch well the first four innings and then fall apart. Uh, my man, Oof. Carlos Martinez, yeah. did it
1: yesterday. So It was yeah. a tough pitching weekend for the Cardinals. It was a
0: tough pitching weekend on th- uh, Thursday and Saturday for guys. Yeah, guys getting blown up. Darvish got blown up. Flaherty got beat up a little bit. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it, it, it was a tough, it yeah, it was a tough pitching weekend. Um, so the, the other baseball news we were going to touch on is the uh, Francisco Lindor signs a 10-year, $34 million deal with the Mets.
1: Yeah, I mean, that $341 million, y- you would think that, from the mets standpoint the reason why they went out to get this guy was that they were going to try and sign him long term right you didn't want to do it as a one-year rental because that's a i that was a heavy price to pay um and then if you're lindor um you probably want to sign because i think you have a lot of shortstops next year you know um and i'm thinking right off the top of my head story and correa i going to be free agents next year so you know, with the supply side being up next year, and particularly at shortstop, that would knock down um, somewhat of of his value. Um, So I I thought it wasn't dependent upon him to also get it signed. So, you know, good for him. $341 million, um, new owner, you make a splash, you're in New York trying to take some thunder away from the Yankees. Um, Good for both sides. What did you think?
0: Yeah, I thought it was too, and... You're right. For them to rent him for a year and then, and then let him go in the open market and try to re-sign him, or, um, I, I thought it was a smart move. And I think it was a smart move by Lindor. I mean, hey, you're you just you going to get $300 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything you worked for came to fruition right then and there. Um, so it was good for him. And, you know what, I think Corey Seager's on his walk here too.
1: Oh, right, right. He yeah. is the third one. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah.
0: And I think... Other than Story, I, I can't speak to his defense. I, I don't watch him enough. Uh, Lindor is a very good defensive shortstop. Uh, I think he's probably the better of Korea and Seager. Um, I'm not sure about Story. I, I don't see him enough. Uh, he probably doesn't hit as many homers. I don't, I don't know. Of course, he plays in Colorado. but um, Yeah. But it, it's good. Yeah. And, and if he you know if he felt comfortable in New York and he wants to play there, and, you know, it's certainly a little easier to play for the Mets than it is the Yankees in New York.
1: Yeah, um, I, I would agree. Yeah. It's still, New York's a tough place, though. It is.
0: It's a, Yeah, it's not Cleveland. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's a little different. Um, yeah, so good for them. And it shores up their lineup, um, which I think is probably a little I, – I think it's probably pretty decent. I, I think they're going to be pretty good this year. if
1: Their pitching can hold out. Yeah, now all they need to do is actually play.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. What's the other thing? It's like, come on, man. Like. It, Every team in baseball worked it out. What the hell with the Nationals? Is that what this was about? The Nationals coming
1: yeah, up? Yeah, the positive? Nationals and the Mets. Well, you know what? Let me flip this from the Bush League standpoint, right? Uh, so Francisco Lindor hasn't played a game yet, and he's on the uh, he's on the the, the dudes team. Mm-hmm. So the dudes actually lost. Um, did not get any stats from Lindor or Soto this week, oh, and yeah. they're still in first place. Yeah. So, much.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that I kind of. Yeah, for those of us who are leading in homers and and, uh, run scored in RBIs, hey, just be aware.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He has a couple guys that hasn't played yet. Yeah, that's funny. I I forgot about Soto, too. Um, Yeah, so hopefully they can work that out. I think they canceled the Nationals game today on Monday. They did.
1: Yeah. They did. And I'll I'll be honest, um, when I did my – my roster for the week, um, I I said I'm not going to take any more chances because I I feel like I've been down this road before with the Cardinals last year thinking that, okay, we're going to play again, we're going to play again, and then they don't play. So um, um, as Drubal Cabrera, which isn't a big deal, um, I I put him on the reserve team just because I I, I didn't want to take that chance of getting, you know, taking zeros across the the, the board.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Um, and then, uh, the other thing too, we, we have the, uh, well, this will be a, probably a weekly until he gets cut is the Johnny Cueto watch.
1: Um, <laughs> how did he do?
0: Actually, he didn't do too bad. I mean, five and a two thirds, six hits, he had three walks. Um, give up three runs, but he had seven Ks. So, I mean, he kept him in the game, right? All right. Yeah. I mean, he kept him in the game. I, I don't know what else, like maybe getting a scratch, another inning. Maybe he could have finished that inning would have been nice. You know, for the Giants, um, but yeah, I mean, he he kept him in the game, so we'll we'll keep an eye on JC. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And then the other thing too, we did you see the little fight from the Cards and the Reds?
1: Yeah, I, I saw that whole thing uh, developing. I mean, Castellanos had had a, had a really good um, weekend um, against the Cardinals, and he took exception um, getting hit by a pitch by um, Jake Woodford, a rookie for the Cardinals. And um, then, you know, as fate would always have it, yeah. Uh, well, he did, a, he did a little bit of jawing. You know, it was very demonstrative, um, more so than it really needed to be um, through that whole thing when he got hit. Holding the ball and saying, hey, do you want this ball, that type of thing. And then as the fate would have it, there's a play at the plate. Where you know he scores on a wild pitch and you know kind of stands over uh, Woodford at, at at the plate and then Yadier gets involved and bench is clear and you know for me it's kind of reminiscent of uh, you know there, there's there's some history between the Cardinals and the Reds. This goes back to 2010 with um, Brandon Phillips and, and Yadier Molina and yep. that's when you know the aforementioned Johnny Cueto. Um, Ends up kicking somebody, Jason Larue in the back and, and pretty much ends Jason Larue's career. So I've never been, for that reason, a Johnny Cueto fan. So, sorry, we're kind of going all over the place with this, but yes, <laughs> I did see that.
0: Yeah, um, I, I did, and I thought his excitement, um, Castellano's excitement, probably was shouldn't have been directed at the pitcher. And if it wasn't directed at the pitcher, then whatever. But he he did kind of tough guy him. Um, I, I, you know, I, I get tired of these guys who get hit and, and I, I, I that they want to fight right away. I, I get tired of that. I, I, am like, a, it's getting old to me. Um, I, actually when they do it, I, sometimes I think like the, the other pitcher should buzz them again, but the problem is you get kicked out. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a real big fan of guys who get hit and, 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 you know, try to show up the pitcher i mean it, it it's been part of the game for a long time i've been hit you've been hit right yeah you, of course at 5-4 we're not trying to tough guy anyone we're just walking down to the trying, yeah no, to no, well nobody hit emotion. me intentionally and <laughs> no.
1: if, if they did they, they knew they could get away with it so <laughs> right?
0: yeah so um yeah that that's a little bothersome to me at times i, I don't i don't like that stuff um You know, baseball's a long sport. There's plenty of times to come back and let your pitcher handle it for you. I
1: I think if, you know, where he got hit, it wasn't up around the face. It was down by the hands, that type of thing. Pitching inside. If you're the Cardinals, right, I mean, let's be honest. He had a great series against them. He was 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 seeing the ball really well. and So the pitcher's just trying to move him off the plate a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, he gets hit and then has to, to pull all that. We'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, they, they, the two, those two teams play again um, this coming weekend. And, um, you know, to Castellanos' credit, he, uh, he came up with uh, runners on, I think it was first or second yesterday against Martinez. And Martinez was cruising yesterday. Yeah, he was. And uh, gave up a, uh, Martinez gave up a three-run homer to him. Yep. So, should be interesting. You know, this, is a, this isn't over. These teams meet 16 more times this year.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah, like,
1: it,
0: it, yeah, you, you get buzzed, you got hit. Let your pitchers deal with it later on down the road, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, it, it, now someone got suspended, right? Castellanos gets suspended.
1: Um, I don't know. if He got kicked out of that game, so my, okay. my, right. I, I suspect that he'll get some sort yeah. of suspension. You know, yeah. probably a token one-game one suspension is, is what I'm guessing. No
0: more than two. So. Yeah, well, sometimes the playoffs come down to one game. Um, all right, and then we have uh, MLB pulls out of the pulls their All Star game out of Georgia, um, and now they're shopping, uh, I guess, a place to play this in July. Um, I, I, have you heard any any stadiums that popped up?
1: No, I haven't. Yeah. But you know, there, there's there's twenty nine other choices. Um, that they can move to. And, and I'm sure they can do this fairly quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I, I got to be honest, I, I think I like um, baseball's stance on, on this. I'm, 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 I'm a bit surprised. And I wonder how much pressure is, is this um, all of Rob Manford's doing, or was there some pressure put on by what, what they call the MLB Players Alliance by, by doing this? But e- either way, to, to – to make this statement, and, and unfortunately, it probably it probably hurts people that it shouldn't hurt um, more so than the people that really deserve to be hurt. But it, it makes a statement when when you, when you have you know something like the MLB pulling this, it just makes headlines. So it gives attention to it, and and that's what they need to start with is kind of the the, the discord that that should be involved with this.
0: Yeah, I I think it's a fine line when public organizations uh, protest. Um, I think I I mean, I I get why they're doing it, and I think the NBA did it as well. Um,
1: Yes, in Charlotte, right? Yeah.
0: Um, So, uh, yeah, it's a fine line. So, I mean, you know, you you follow that bunny trail. Uh, Suppose there's owners of other major league teams says, yeah, I'm not going into Atlanta to play. Like what happens
1: then? Um, that that's 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 a really good point. You know, where 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 does it end? But yeah. I I think baseball was able to make a stance here in a situation. Let's let's face it, the All Star game brings a lot of money but doesn't really have a whole lot of impact, if you will. Um, in, in terms of you know, it's 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 a showcase game, right? Yeah I so it. it's yeah. probably the perfect opportunity for baseball to make a stand.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I I completely understand. And I, I, to be honest with you, I haven't read the entire law changes, so I I really probably shouldn't be commenting on it. Um, But, you know, uh, when you start having. Just because they're famous doesn't mean they should dictate public policy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're interested
0: in dictating public policy, then run for damn office. But so I, again, you, I here's them. the
1: thing, you, you know, and I'm going to be a bit sarcastic about this. You know, the last thing you want in democracy is to have everybody voting, right?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Let's press on. All right.
0: Um. Yeah, so I, I thought it was a good weekend. I thought it was a good weekend. It looked like there was decent weather other than um, – Detroit had some snow on Thursday.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Did did you see that home run by Cabrera? You couldn't even see if it went out. Yeah, it didn't
0: bother him. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Guy can still hit. Um, Yeah, but other than that, I I thought the Northeast had some pretty good weather, which, you know, sometimes can be iffy.
1: Yeah, it's always dicey Mm -hmm. at this time uh, of the year. Um, You know, I had texted you earlier in the week. What was nice is um, Xfinity, Comcast. Actually had um, MLB extra innings, so I was uh, free for a week until April eighth. So I was flipping back between games and was watching. I think I pretty much saw at least an inning or two of every team this weekend.
0: Oh, no, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, especially the first weekend. Yeah, yeah. it
1: is nice. Yeah. That will change during the season, believe me.
0: Yeah, because when you're in July, you're not going to say, "Boy, I wish I could see the Pirates Tigers game." That would be really. <laughs>
1: My, my baseball watching, Roger, is, is kind of like the inverted bell curve. Um, very heavy at the beginning of the year and yep. very heavy at the end of the year. And then, you know, there's that midseason slump where yeah. I'm just pretty much mm-hmm. watching the Cardinals each night and not really following um, other teams.
0: Yeah, me too. And I watch the Sunday night games as long as the Red Sox and, or Yankees
1: aren't on. Or, uh, yep. Well, you know what? The, those games don't end until midnight anyway. So
0: well, But you and I don't work on Mondays. So what do we care?
1: Well, yeah, but, but you know, I'm still I'm still an old person, so yeah, I gotta get in bed by eleven o'clock.
0: <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> All right, let, let's get to the Bush League. Uh hot starts, man. Like, and you already mentioned uh about the dudes uh Josh's team who is missing Lindor and Soto. Uh right? Is that who he's missing? Yes. Yeah, he's missing Lindor and yeah. Soto and he he's leading uh, the first four days with 84 points and it's not even close. I'm, I'm, I'm yep. second and it's not close. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he got off to a good start. Uh, the Hawks got off to a good start. Uh, rebel. I thought the rebel Alliance had a good start missing two guys. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that was a pretty good start. Statman ended up with 60 and that rounded out our top five, uh, with me in second place. Um, Uh, what what were your thoughts the first four days?
1: Um, Well, one of the things we talked about, um, I I, I think I had asked Josh. um, I had texted him um, after the draft and, you know, asked him what he thought about his team. And he said, um, I I need some guys to carry over what they did last year and some to get on track. But he liked his team. Um, He thought he had some sneaky upside in his pitching. And if you remember... um, one of the podcasts I think it was the retention podcast that we had. We both kind of questioned yeah. whether we would retain Zach Eflin. And, um, you know, after one start, it, it proves him to be right thus far. Well,
0: well, yeah. But think about how you started that sentence after one start,
1: right? After one start. Yeah. After one start. Um, well, maybe he's found something.
0: Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, uh, I don't think Snell did Snell pitch for him. Yeah, he pitched. Yeah, he pitched pretty well. Yeah,
1: actually. he pitched well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he pitched well. Well, and, and, and that's the other thing. The, the Padres that he had, um, I think Emilio Pagan, um, who I would who I really liked, um, actually ended up getting um, two wins.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, during the week, and then uh, uh, our one of our favorites, Mark Melanson, got two saves. So you know, nice start there.
0: Yeah, it was nice and. You know, having those two back end San Diego guys maybe is tactically smart because the way pitchers don't pitch the whole game anymore, and they're going to win a lot of games, so one of those guys will end up pitching every day.
1: Well, well you know what? And, and there's a good point. Um, Josh had three wins last week, and his three wins came two from Emilio Pagan and one from Jose Alvarado, and I think that that speaks to the changing face of baseball, right? Um, we, we've talked about middle relievers and, you know, the value that they have. I think that the value that they have these days is possibly more so in wins now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah, because they're, they're going to fall into them. They're going to fall into yeah. wins. Um, yeah, so I, I thought, you know, thinking that he's still missing Lindor and, um, and Soto, he, he's going to be a tough out like if uh, yeah he, he's gonna be he's gonna be tough uh, like he said if, if his pitching can hold yeah yep so, so
1: we'll hey, see. Can, can, we, can we flip the, the other side of that it was, it was like I look at the Sewerhawks right they had great outings from Corbin burns who was pitching a no hitter and one of the best yeah. starts that you talked about on opening day was Sandy Alcantara, yeah who pitched uh, seven shutout innings neither one of them got wins in fact burns got a loss <laughs>
0: I mean, he ended up getting the loss. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Um, yeah, he 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 he, he threw. Uh, he got 11 Ks in that outing. That was nice. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, Burns, Alcantara, and Pablo Lopez on the Seward Hawks team. <laughs> so between the three of them, they pitched 17 innings and um, basically gave up a run. He had no wins
0: <laughs> <laughs> and 20 Ks yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah the only guy that got beat up for him was Woodruff yeah yeah and that, I think that was opening day against the twins I, I think I was uh Thursday um but anyway um yeah so well uh I, I think he's got a pretty solid staff as well uh, as long as he can get some saves out of some of these guys yeah he, he's gonna be pretty tough to beat um you know I I you know we'll we'll see as as the season goes on. I think he had someone injured. A couple of the Rockies got injured, and Tapia was one of them. Um, kind of a day to day thing. So sometimes those day to day things are, are are more of a pain in the neck than just sticking the guy on the DL for ten days because you're not yeah. sure what to do with him. You know.
1: Yep, you know? I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this. Thank you for that opportunity. Um, if we had uh, at least. Semi-weekly roster moves—we could manage that a little bit better, right?
0: Yeah, you're right. Yep, but I don't know. Maybe someday. Maybe, some, maybe uh, someday we'll have.
1: I'm, I'm pushing this. I'm pushing for next year. I'm telling you, this is the new uh, dimes topic of the 21st century.
0: Yeah, when and and, and the, when the most expensive players are middle relievers, <laughs> trying to get wins out of them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the other guy. Uh, that responded to you was Bob, Bob Freeze. Um, he, he likes his team? Yeah, things. he does.
1: And, you know, he was a little snarky um, when he said to me, quote, when I'm looking over my shoulder at everyone else, I'll feel better. Well, you know, um, the only person he's looking over his shoulder at is probably me and Casey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't know. I take a look at his team and – I, I think he's going to probably be battling, hopefully for a maybe at best third, fourth, fifth spot, something like that, along with me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, and again, it's 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 way early. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, he's he's got a bunch of Phillies on there. He's got the Phillies middle infield, um, which I think those guys are good. Uh, De- are Gregorius and Gene Segura? Um, he just needs them to. To play up to up to par, uh, Adam Wainwright didn't look like the the best fifty cent re- retention this 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 weekend.
1: No, I saw that start, and he got uh, um, just nickled and dimes, if you will. I mean, a couple okay. of uh, little squib hits, you know, little little dunk hits, that type of thing. He didn't pitch all that bad, but you know, all of a sudden, you know, the Reds had six runs on the board, <laughs> so. Uh, your eyes on that because he's somebody that can go bad pretty quickly as well
0: so let me ask you so you watch the cards red series
1: Uh, are
0: are the reds a pretty good team can they still hit the baseball
1: yeah yeah they can they can hit the baseball um in in terms of being a pretty good team um you know i saw that opening day and you know right out of the chute they have um Eugenio Suarez at, at short and, you know, ball goes underneath his glove, he makes an error and the Cardinals put up a sixth spot in the first inning. So, you're wondering, did they do the right thing? They might be able to hit their their way. Okay. Out of some of the the problems. Um, this guy, Jonathan India, looks like the real deal. He looks like somebody's going to stick there all year at second base.
0: Yeah, I think the the problem with the Reds infield is they have three third basemen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. That's a really good point.
0: And I'm not... I'm not sure – you know, Suarez is a key for India to play because if Suarez can't play short, then he's got to go back to third, then Moustaka's got to go back to second, and India can't play short either. So now you have three third basemen that can hit the baseball, and you're trying to figure it out. And I just don't know if they're going to lose games defensively, especially at shortstop. You can hide someone at second base, right? you can hide someone at third base maybe. You can't hide somebody at shortstop. It's nope. Just, you can't do it in the big leagues. You can't do it anywhere. You can't do it in little league. So, um, yeah, that that's that's going to be tough for them. And I'm I'm interested to see how that shakes out. Uh, and their outfield is jam packed. They got four or five guys that can play outfield. And I I don't know what they're going to do. I'm I'm concerned that you know if they want to make a run, they might have to deal someone.
1: Uh, I like your analysis, and uh, yes, I, I think that they're definitely going to have to hit their way um, past all of this, because uh, you're right, defensively, I, I think their are Um liability. Pitching-wise, uh, you know, Castillo is a better pitcher than he showed on opening day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah you, you know, he'll be yeah. fine. Sonny Gray, if he comes back, will be fine. Maley um, pitched really well against the Cardinals, and so did Jeff Hoffman, so if their pitching can come around, um, we I didn't even see the closers. Um, I don't think Amir Garrett or Lucas Sims even uh, had to show their face, at least not in any significant form. So we'll, we'll see. I, I still think that the uh, the Reds probably will not be um, competing for the Central. It'll be between the Cardinals and the Brewers.
0: So, But the, the Reds seem like a team that if your pitching's off, they, they're going to make you pay a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. When yeah. you go into Cincinnati against them, be yeah. prepared.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna have to score some runs. Yep. So actually, if you just hit hard ground balls to shortstop, you may be better off than long <laughs> Just put the ball on the ground. Somebody's gonna screw it up. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but they're in a tough spot. And I got that India guy. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, I, can't bring him up yet because of the, the. Well, I can, but I'm gonna hold off until his position flips. But um. Yeah, I'm not sure how long he's gonna end up staying. I just do because there's no way Suarez can play 162 games at shortstop. I just and and when they when they give him a rest, who's going to sit? It's going to be India. They're going to move yeah. Suarez to third. He ain't going to sit. They're going to move Mustakas yeah. to second. He's not going to sit. He's a left-handed hitter. Yeah, India is India's, India's yeah. one's going to lose the at bats.
1: So yeah, it puts you in a tough predicament, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does. Um, but I mean, it's good for India, though. I, I mean, it, it seemed to work out. It seems like he's a decent player. I mean, hit the ball. He is. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some highlights of him. Um, and then we got, you know, the bottom half is you and Case. Uh, at Three days. We'll see. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was you know, um, it was tough. Nobody's playing for me. I, I think the, my concern at the beginning of the year is not going to be my offense. It's going to be my pitching. And, uh, you know, if, if there's a, a, a telltale stat for me, is look how many strikeouts I had this week. Yeah, I saw Eight. Yeah. <laughs> eight. We over had ten strikeouts in a game.
0: <laughs> actually, Zach Maley had more than eight. I think he had eight eight strikeouts. Um, yeah, and you know, the other thing that stuck out to me was it, Case's pitching was pretty bad this week. I mean, it was bad. Um, he, uh, I think Hauser is the only one that actually pitched well for him, and that was yesterday. And he's not last in whip and ERA. Like the Bulls <laughs> – the Bulls are last in both of those uh, categories. So um, actually, the Bulls had a 8-1 ERA this this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had a 2-5 WHIP. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of runners. And I know it's the one weekend, but it's it's going to take you a whole week to bring that back. And if you have another bad week, then it takes another, you know, ten days to bring that back.
1: You know, so is, is there anything worse? Than trying to fight the ratio battle, oh. but just as you're pointing out, and and you know you you fight your way, you, you try and get back out of that, and then you get you have a blow up start or a bad uh, a reliever has a bad outing, and it just puts set you back again. It's just you just hate to be um, behind the curve on that.
0: Yeah, the worst is when you got two pitchers going against each other, and they both get blown up. Like that, that's weeks to come back off of that thing.
1: Are are, are you foreshadowing? Because tonight I have Trevor Rogers from Miami against uh, Ponce de Leon, uh, Daniel Ponce Uh, de Leon, the Cardinals. And, you know, I want to watch the game, but I don't want to watch the game, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, just watch it with one eye closed, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, you want one of the, the, the Burns outing. I think Burns, whoever he was going against, both of them were throwing no hitter into the fifth.
1: Yeah, that was uh, Jose Barrios.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah, so that's the outings you want. You know, both your pitchers. No hitter into the fifth, and then you're calling into the dugouts. Get them out. Get them out now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, way these pitchers want? Get them out. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, and then, so the other thing, too, is we had our first Fab um, weekend, right? Maybe this was a yeah. like Fabapalooza Palooza. Because we have 15 pick-ups, 15 pickups by eight teams.
1: Did you think that was a little
0: high?
1: Um, I was shocked. I would have set the over and under at five or six. Because I'm thinking, we, we just had the draft. Um, we just had a reserve round where everybody had a chance to pick up, essentially, players that were going to be uh, your first week fab, if you will. I, I was totally shocked by the, the number of players that were taken um, by that, which leads to two things, right? Number one is that's what we have the reserve round for. Like, so why didn't players take people take that? But I, I think number two was the fact that our, our draft went so long, our draft slash auction went so long, that I, I know Josh had admitted that he, he pretty much checked out in the reserve round. So this, this fab for him was probably his reserve round.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of understand that if they were mentally checked. Um, but, yeah, I, I I thought there were more people placed in open FAB slots than I thought there would be. Um, like, I feel like – Talk about that. So, the, the one guy that I see that I think, all right, I see Rick taking a flyer and is Zach McKinstry. The little yep. the second base was good, good 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 he, pick up. he took a flyer on him for a buck. He's gonna keep him in the fab. So if something doesn't shake out with Lux, which possibly could happen. They we've been talking about Lux for the past couple of years. You know, this guy fills a spot and he's got he's got a retention or, or a or little trade um fodder there. Uh Johan Ovid how do you say his name?
1: Oviedo. Oviedo Oviedo.
0: So we took a flyer, Rick, same guy, took a flyer on him. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals pitching is that deep So maybe this guy comes up and fills the slot here um, Little surprise at Tucker Barnard going to open fab Like I feel like that's not someone that you you look to kind of retain Austin Dean uh, another Cardinal Victor Caratini Open fab Chad cool Chad Chris Owings Bryce Wilson um, No whiskey all in the open fabs which which you would argue that hey, that's why we need to cut the reserve because we're just using this fab to fill in slots we didn't pick players in the in the draft. Am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah, e- exactly. We, we probably you need to do what the you know, those two things. Number one, cut down the number of reserve picks so that we make fab more, and, and this is a perfect example, make fab more interesting. And number two, um, I'm going to assume that this past draft was an anomaly, but uh, I don't think we want to have uh, a draft that length. You know, we talk of pace of play in baseball. and We need pace of draft next year.
0: So I think we need an independent outside facilitator to facilitate our draft, a kind of classroom management type thing.
1: Wow. That, who would want that job? I mean, you'd have to type. And you know what? I'm going to ask all the owners, who would be uh, the perfect person to to do that facilitate our draft and it doesn't have to be somebody we know just come up with a creative person that you think would be perfect for that yeah, would it be like a supreme court justice or something like that yeah. <laughs> living or dead yeah, doesn't it doesn't matter
0: um yeah that th- that would be good it, and it may be worth paying the extra bucks to get to, <laughs> get that person in there um so you and who else did not pick up anyone
1: uh i think it was bob uh bob bob uh, kirk the sewer okay. Hawks.
0: all right did you get outbid, or you just didn't participate at all?
1: No, I didn't. I, I wasn't looking for anybody because, I'm, you know, to, to quote Stan, um, I was happy with my team. Um, but oh. little did I know. Look at it. It's uh, it's pretty bad. But I, I, I didn't want to panic and just throw money just to throw money out there. Um, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. think that any of the players in the stab pool were better than the ones that I already had on my roster. But time will tell.
0: Yeah, I, I – uh... I went out and got Victor Gonzalez, the reliever from the Dodgers. I had him on my, on my written list, and I, I think he was an oversight, um, and I probably should have picked him instead of this Paul Campbell. But yeah, uh, when that's I all right. yeah picked up Gonzalez, dropped Campbell, and you know whatever. Um, yeah, Campbell was not impressive in his first start. No, when I watched him. Yeah, he wasn't, and that wasn't even one of the things. I, I started looking at this. I looked. I, I wanted to make sure Gonzalez wasn't selected in the in the draft, and he wasn't. and I, I put a bid in for him probably, like, on Wednesday. Yeah, just for a buck and, and got rid of Campbell. But everybody else, I, I, I wasn't. Yeah, especially that first week. I mean, God bless you. You have guys that are bad and guys that are good, but you don't know. You know what I mean? What, what do you always say? Regression to the mean, right? Always. Like, yeah. They weren't drafted for a well, reason.
1: It, it, it just it just stands out, right? Because it's the beginning of the, the season. Um, yeah, that happens in the middle of the season. No one even notices it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, but, yeah, a lot of pickups. So we'll see if it starts to normalize here over the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm just happy the thing – I'm just happy the fab went off without a hitch because last year we had some problems, and Bob Kirk has been beating CBS up all week.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, with, with all due respect to John Steinbeck, uh, this is the season of Bob's discontent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he was. He, I went off, it, he went off on them, didn't he? Right away, man. Man. Yeah, I, I, we must have hit a nerve with him, or at least CBS did. Um, yeah, can't get their ass together. and uh, Yeah, he, he's threatening to walk, right? <laughs>
1: Well, you know, he he said the site is quote uh, site is media uh, mediocre, especially for the price. Um, Yeah, um, talking about how most businesses would be toast if this kind of happened to them. So
0: yeah, yeah. So Uh, that might be brought up in the in the winter meetings.
1: Yeah, I I would just caution people. Let's let's take a little. Let's let's play the long game on this. Let's take a, a, a a longer look. Um, number one, from the standpoint of we have a lot of history, we have 20 years worth of history that's still retained in, in, in the system for CVS. So if we wanted to migrate, um, we might want to do some data mining now to pull some stats over. Um, number two is what about FAB? We need to really think through this process because do other sites have FAB? It's, it's, it's a pretty robust site compared to a lot of other ones. I, I don't know. I mean, I've, never u- I've used Yahoo before. And I think CBS is better than, than than Yahoo. People may disagree. I've never looked at ESPN and the site that um, I guess it's a homegrown site for NFBC. And the NFBC site isn't that great. So I, I don't know. Ho- hopefully things calm down.
0: Yeah, plus then we have to learn how to use it. That's going to take another 20 years.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at our age, it, you know, it gets even tougher, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, we we've been on this thing for twenty years, and I had the. To, it took me three days to figure out how to enter players, so I don't know. Well,
1: that that's a that's a tough thing, right? And because of the fact we do an auction, we we make it harder on ourselves to enter players. If if we actually had a draft, it it would make it a little bit easier because you do the draft right on the site, and it just enters the the players. I mean, that's where I think um, something like a Yahoo shines that you don't have to enter players. But I think once we get into the meat of the season, I, I would t- urge everyone caution before thinking about switching.
0: Maybe that would be the job of the facilitator, too, is to enter as we go.
1: Oh, wow. Man, this is, this is going to be a high-paying position here.
0: Yeah, but it's going to be worth it. Mm,
1: yeah. It would be. All
0: right. Um, so other than that, there's not much else going on in the Bush League. Um, again, you know, first weekend we, – we got our first full week coming up. And I, I don't yeah. know about everybody else's schedule, but I think the Phillies have two days off in the next 18 days.
1: So, so so okay, so that's an interesting thing, right? The, the schedule in baseball is just really weird. You know, up until two or three years ago, teams would play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, and now they have off – like some, some teams have off on Sunday, some have off on Friday or Saturday. It just – it's just really weird the, the way they've put together the schedule um, in this past two years. Did you notice that?
0: Yeah. I, well, I thought maybe teams were off yesterday because of Easter, um, but I haven't looked at the schedule in detail as far as when okay. the Phillies' days off. I thought maybe they had a Monday off and a Thursday off, which would be the norm as a travel day, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. You play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, travel on Thursday, play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So. Um, but I haven't looked at detail as far as the days of the week that they're off. I just realized that they have two days off, and I think in the next eighteen to twenty days. So, um, okay, and, and and that's what I mean about hey, Philly fans, just relax. We, you know, we, we got a stretch here that we're going to have to use all five of our pitchers and our bullpen a lot on those last two or three starters. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens, um, and then. Uh, the other thing, uh, we, we do have a Twib note this week. Uh, of course, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm not drinking beer. Um, <laughs> so the Twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. Uh, Case bought a six-pack of that um, uh, Voodoo Ranger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, said he, really, he, he was playing cards with his buddies over the weekend and uh, said he loved it. You know, he, he the only reason he bought it is because he heard us talking about it. So there you go, Voodoo Ranger. Um, yeah, so he, he, maybe what we're doing is working. Forcing people. Yeah, well, there. you
1: know what? The, the the nice thing is is if we can get everybody just to expand um, uh, their beer menu, their beer taste, that type of thing. I I know right now if we're looking for sponsors, I know Golden Monkey is probably going to be one of the top. Uh, uh, Contenders. What do you think about that?
0: Golden I don't think I've ever had Golden Monkey.
1: Oh really? Okay, well maybe next time you just yeah. need to ask Bob Freeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you I'll... didn't see that one coming, did you? No.
0: Maybe I'll just have a half of one. So um <laughs> Who makes Golden Monkey? Victory?
1: Uh yes, Victory. victory. Okay. All
0: right. Yeah, but I'll grab I'll grab some golden monkey next time.
1: Be careful. Be careful. its it, I think it like clocks in at either 8 or 9% ABV.
0: Uh, make sure I have water next to me or coffee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, today in baseball history, 1979, Earl Weaver wins his 1,000th Major League game as a manager. Uh, he ended up winning 1,480, uh, six division titles, four pennants, and one World Series. You're Earl Weaver fan?
1: I am I yeah. am what was the guy he you know I could probably stood there and looked him eye to eye yeah. um I, I he would have been a tough he would have been a tough manager to, to play for um I think if you got on his right side and did his, things his way um certainly a great manager um I liked him
0: yeah I'd like too. too. one of the funniest quotes I ever read about him is uh it's reported that he was talking to Ross Grimsley in the dugout like in between yeah. in between innings and he said to Grimsley, if you know how to cheat, now is when to start. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a
0: great quote by him. Um, of course, he has the greatest quote uh, from a manager. And, uh, you know, nowadays he would have been just beat up over Twitter and Snapchat and everything else. Is w- when Gary Templeton was on the block from the Cardinals. And uh, – what was that? Someone told Weaver that he's rumored to have a drug problem, and he said, well, give me Gary Templeton and his dealer. <laughs> 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 <It's> so
1: horrible. <laughs> well, you, you know, he, Earl Weaver um, came up with a nickname for Don Stanhouse, if you remember. He was the closer for, uh, for the Orioles. He nicknamed them "full pack" because he would just get into a situations where he would walk people, kind of like Hector Neris, right? Yeah. And I guess Earl Weaver would go through a full pack of cigarettes watching him pitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> full pack. <laughs> yeah, like you can't get away with stuff like that anymore. You know what I mean? No. And he did.
1: And, no, that was and definitely old school.
0: Yeah, he was he was beloved by the Baltimore fans, and and anybody who was a baseball fan could appreciate. Like, the Oriole organization was so solid from the it, it, it's beginning of its existence through, you know, probably the middle of Cal Ripken's career. But it was a solid organization to be a part of. Yeah, they yes. had. Yeah, they, had a, they always had really good teams, and they were always competing against the Yankees with that payroll, and, and they did. Uh, I think he won 100 games probably five or six times as a manager. So, yeah, good for him.
1: Um, He's
0: in the Hall of Fame, isn't he, as the manager? He is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mad leprechaun. Um, <laughs> and I I, I I, neglected to put the date here. Oh, here we go. 1982, Jim Cott, 43 years old at the time, pitches for the Cardinals, and it was his 24th consecutive season. Uh, it was eventually surpassed by Nolan Ryan and Tommy John. Um, 24 consecutive seasons for Kitty Cott. Uh, you a Jim Cott fan.
1: I am Popeye. He he looked a little bit like Popeye if you if you saw him. Yeah. Um, he pitched on that '82 um, Cardinals World Series team. He did. Um, did some yeah. broadcasting. Yeah. I mean, he pitched over four decades. Right. He started in 1959 uh, with the Washington Senators and then finished his career in St. Louis um, in 1983 at the age of, of 44. Um, just a big guy. Got he just had had, had a wagger
0: about him he did and and he 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 pitched all, all that time in Minnesota um he pitched for the Phillies and he pitched for the White Sox I forgot about that he pitched for the Phillies a few years when they started getting good in the 70s of course he was you know in his late 30s at the time um he pitched for the Yankees and then he ended up uh with the Cardinals and uh I, I, the funny I don't know if it's funny but he's the one that broke Steve Carlton's opening day record for starts. In 1976, Danny Ozark put him as the opening day starter. That's the only really? That's the only opening day that Carlton didn't start as a Philly. What,
1: why was that? Was Carlton hurt at the time?
0: No. Nope. I have no idea why he did it.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it it's kind of sad. I mean, I, I'm not saying that Jim Cotton... Isn't, wasn't a good pitcher, but he certainly was a Steve, Steve Carlton. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So.
1: All right. So, in, in fairness to, to to Danny Ozark, at least to make somewhat of a case, because I don't think you, you ever start um, caught in front of Carlton, but, you know, Cot was coming off the 1975 season. Uh, it was a 20-win season for him. And, you know, he finished fourth in the Cy Young voting uh, that year, you know, with 3.11 ERA. So, I guess that's the only case I can make for that for the '76 uh, opening day start.
0: Yeah, I, I, and that's that's the, even that. It's kind of like, really, dude. Like, <laughs> Carlton's been amazed. Yeah, I mean, he, at, by '76, Carlton was, you know, people were people knew who he was. Um,
1: oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And and just on a side note, Carlton went um, uh, twenty and seven that year. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he was the best pitcher in the in the clubhouse. Um, and then lastly, 1993, the Mets and the Marlins play their first game and win it. Uh, the Rocky, I'm sorry, the the Rockies and the Marlins. The Rockies beat the Mets three nothing at Shea Stadium in 1993, and the Marlins beat the Dodgers six three in Miami. All
1: right. So not to, to beat up on uh, the Marlins too much, but you know with. Major League Baseball saying, I guess it's really based upon the states, right? In terms of limited capacity um, at stadiums, how could you ever tell in Miami
0: <laughs> or in Pittsburgh? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember, but '93 uh, was my first year in the Air Force. And I was actually in Denver in April at a school. Um, I, I, I at the at the local club, you know, on base club. I I filled out a bunch of, um, lottery tickets to get tickets to a Rockies game. And I didn't see their home opener, but I saw their second game. Uh, it was against the Mets. Um, it was probably 20 degrees outside and um, <laughs> it was at night. So, uh, I saw the Mets Rockies, saw the Rockies second home game, uh, and 20 degree weather. It was in the old, um, Bronco, mile high. Mile high, Bronco Stadium, Yeah, which was really cool to see that Bronco. Uh, I think it was out in right field where I was looking. Um, and I, we got there early, me and another guy got there early, and I saw batting practice, and Tony Fernandez bunted every every pitch. He didn't swing the bat because I think it was so cold out. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs>
0: nice. Um, and I saw an it hey, hey. drop four bunts and then walk back into the dugout. <laughs>
1: Hey, you know, you're, you're talking about um, stadiums now, and uh, that new uh, uh, stadium in Colorado and Denver now uh, is, is is really nice. Um, I've been there a couple times. We did take a Bush League trip um, out there. Um, really just a really nice area that they have. But um, jumping back to stadiums and snow, I actually went in 1985. I went to, if you remember, opening day was always in Cincinnati. Yeah. And I went to an opening day in Cincinnati, 1985. Wow. Um, I was, I was, I was traveling out to Columbus, Ohio at the time. And we said, Hey, let's skip work today. And let's, let's drive down to Cincinnati for opening day. We did that. And it actually snowed. They actually had to post they, they actually um, delayed the game for a couple of a uh, uh, couple of minutes because of snow. But it was nice um, being at an opening day game.
0: Didn't they – weren't they used to be the first game? Like, the, n- no game could start before the Reds game. Am I right?
1: Yeah, that, that was traditional for, yeah. I don't know, up through, what, 2000 or something like that? Yeah. I'd have to check that out. But, yeah, um, and I remember back in the days when Tom and I were at the um, Atlas out, we used to take the subway down, and I think we caught a couple of opening days for um, the Phillies.
0: Yeah, and it was – I've been to two opening days – and they've been freezing. Like, I didn't even enjoy it. <laughs> that's how cold I was. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's such an iffy, iffy weather day on open It day. really is. Yeah. Yeah, when you're dressed in winter clothing, uh, that's kind of a problem. Um, okay, what, what are you walking off with today?
1: Well, I'm just happy that um, baseball is, is, is back. And, um, you know... This is what consumes my time. Being in three different three different leagues, of course, it's um, the Bush League is kind of like the Rose Bowl, right? The, the granddaddy of them all, which I spend a lot of time, probably too much time, um, because I don't have any, really much control over that. But I, I'm just enjoying baseball being back, and um, particularly early in in the year when the weather might not be so nice, watching catching baseball games, and you know, as I talked about earlier, just being able to. My interest in baseball is is the inverse bell, um, bell curve right now, and it, it will tail off. But um, just hoping that they get uh, a full season. Then looks like they're going to be able to, uh, other than the little hiccup with the uh, the Reds and excuse me, with the uh, the, the Nationals and the Mets. And um, hopefully, we just enjoy baseball season and not think about what's going to happen in the off season in twenty twenty one.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, it is kind of cool to to see baseball back of you know, um, full power, so to speak. Um, and I I liked your, your analogy of inverse bell curve. Um, I don't know if, if my team stays in it, I'll usually stay full, you know, a regular bell curve because my teams usually tail off at the end. So that's what, that's what my interest is. Uh, hang in there. I'm walking off with this damn OPS and I know it's (laughs) only been four days but I, I lead the I'm tied for the lead league in home runs. I lead the league in runs scored. I'm third in RBIs. I'm 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 tied for second in RBIs. I'm down one right instead of the lead. I I'm seventh in OPS. I thought OPS was based off of guys on base. Well, if I'm leading the damn league in runs and I'm second in RBIs and I'm first in homers, how the hell am I seventh in OPS? That doesn't make sense
1: to me. Well, you know, we we talked about this um, uh, off-air when when we were prepping for this, and I'm looking at your team average. Do you you see your team average? No, what is it? You're you're, you're batting 198 if we had average. The only team that's worse than that is me at (laughs) 194. So I I think that probably has a lot to do with it. You've probably gotten some hits, but they've all been – it it, kind of doesn't make any sense. I'd, I'd have to dig into this a little bit more. But of your 26 hits, eight were doubles, and you got seven homers. So maybe you're better off than you think you were. Maybe Man. if we were looking at, uh, if we were, were at average, you'd be in worse shape in the standings.
0: I understand average. That I could can, I can swallow. I'm last because of so, so
1: maybe you should be, um, I'm going to take the opposite side. Maybe you should be thankful for OPS right now.
0: Right now, it's only four games.
1: I don't yeah. really care. But I so just, apologize.
0: I'm going to apologize. <laughs> if you probably dug into it and you come back to me, you say, Roger, your team doesn't have enough walks. My head's going to pop off my shoulders.
1: <laughs> well, um, I, I, I will admit I'm wrong, only off the air. If I'm right, we'll talk about it next week. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they, I guess the other thing, did your team have any holds? How'd you do in the holds category?
1: All right, so so here's what's, here's what's interesting. Um, I, I don't know about that. But um, in the Republic League that Bob Freeze runs, um, he uh, he added holds plus saves. And it changes the whole dimension of players that you pick up. Um, and and I never even thought about, I, I don't know who has holds. I don't know um, who, who was the league leader last year, that type of thing. Um, but what did you find when you were looking at holds?
0: Oh, I didn't find anything. I don't look at holds. Okay. Yeah. Because if there's holds, then there's probably blown holds, and I don't want to see that.
1: <laughs> good point <laughs> yeah
0: right so I don't look at holds all right uh, so next week maybe we get some guests on next week
1: yeah I mean if yeah. we if we can have our podcast um, on Sunday as opposed to Monday we can have yeah. uh, people yeah. um, you know they obviously should be off and we'll have a little bit of time um, I didn't ask owners. Um, since we're having a Monday morning podcast, I'm thinking most of those fools are are probably working uh, right now. So,
0: yeah, we'll get back to the Sunday. Yesterday was a holiday.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can get uh, maybe we can get Josh and uh, Bob uh, Bob Kirk on. You know, the the, the two people that were uh, expected to be at the top. Maybe we can get them on for next week.
0: Yeah, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how uh, Josh does with uh, adding Lindor and and Soto into his offensive mix.
1: yeah yeah. hopefully they'll drag him down but i fear that's not going to be the case
0: no that's not going to be the case (laughs) all right buddy i will see you next week
1: all right chief stay safe
0: all right take care